Merriman headquarters. Steve. Bobby. You still hanging in there after uh, last weekend's loss of the Bucks? Oh, boy, Bob, I don't know what my bigger problem right now is. If it's that loss to the Thugs or this new iOS update to these iPhones. Yeah, I just uh, I ordered my uh, iPhone 7, so I'm going to hold off on updating my uh, current phone. So it should be here in the mail in a couple weeks. But, yeah, I'm kind of waiting that one out. Oh, man, you don't need waterproof. You live in Texas. It never rains. Yeah, but I got a little two-year-old or one-year-old running around with my phone. I'll drop it in the toilet if I don't yeah. keep tabs on them. That's what I'm worried about. Uh, yeah, the the new update, it sucks. I don't know of anyone that likes it. It's it's like it's, they've added an extra step to anything you want to do. Mm. It's just yeah, brutal. I, I don't know how I'm going to get over this no uh, headphone jack at all because I'm always has my headphones into my... I guess I'll listen to this podcast or, you know, sports guy Bill yeah. Simmons or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. So, see how yeah, it goes. I don't, I, headphones are a rare use for me, so it wouldn't really affect me too much. But you you travel way more than I so yeah. I can see where it would affect you. Yeah, about those, uh, those married men. That was, that was probably the most pathetic loss in franchise history. I've never been more disgusted with my team than I was the other day. Just, you know, first I take Bryn and I and the dogs, we head out to one of my quarries to go check things out. And we get back, and I'm, you know, every once in a while in the pit, I'd check the, the stats, see what was going on. I'm like, oh, well, I'm, boy, I'm skating by with, you know, like getting nuts. And I come home, turn it on with, what, like six minutes left, and then promptly watch Black throw two touchdowns. Yeah. Like, well, all right, all right, all right. You know, what what got his? He got his. Fine. He got his twelve. And, and then you're then like every piece of garbage on your roster scored. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And you just the whole while I'm like flipping between the Lions and Patriots because both game is just borderline unwatchable. And like Stafford, I'm like, holy shit, Stafford's not going to score today. This is unbelievable. And like Gostkowski's missed a field goal and he's getting shut out. And thank God you got into the 40s to at least put up a number where it was like, okay, I lost a team that scored 40 something, you know. But man, what a pathetic team. And then and then just I text you. I was like, Big Ben's going off tonight. You wait and see. And yeah, 36 points on the bench. Yeah. Two weeks in a row yeah. for all quarterbacks. I feel like the Thugs did this to the Merriman last year early in the season because remember that Jalen Strong game where he caught like two just... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I lost on Thursday night. They played the Dragons and the Thugs and Hopkins and Strong went off and I was... I'd already lost on Thursday night. Uh, Yeah, I'll never forget that night. That was a year ago. So for our listeners, the Texans played an early Thursday night game a year ago. Thugs, Merriman... I had to start Jalen Strong for some reason. He was in Coach O'Brien's doghouse. I did not have enough players. Had to start Jalen Strong. He got two touchdowns on like a Hail Mary bomb at the first half and another like one that bounced off someone else. It was intended for someone else and went yeah. right to him for a touchdown. Jalen Strong only has 14 points total in his year and a half in the 
NFL, and they both occurred on the one day I started against Steve. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that all over again. I got a, so this this time around, I got a touchdown from Jeremy Curley. <laughs> Terrence West went over 100 yards. Blau Paul got me 80 yards, two points. Uh, the only thing that didn't come through was I didn't get anything out of Dwayne Allen, but uh, oh, yeah, even, even, like, even Michael Floyd, Michael Floyd threw in a TD, and anything uh, could go wrong went wrong in that game. It was just so frustrating. Yeah. You know, I, it, to like blow it like one week, like out of the two, you'd think I'd at least gotten the quarterback right one of the weeks. When like right. every rainy, when like every, each week I played the quarterback who was like ranked by far the highest, and I can understand getting one wrong, but man, two could be four and zero, and you know, just thinking I just need to come up with like another three or four wins to make the playoffs. Now, right back into the pack, and and it just, I mean, I got the llamas coming to town for yeah, the defeated llamas. Yeah, huge, oh. huge game. The llamas, the powerhouse. They already have two uh, games on the whole conference. <laughs> hey, the the Beans started five and zero last year, and they didn't even make the playoffs. I think or four and zero, maybe five and one, but they didn't even make the playoffs. So, long way to go. But yeah, the Llamas uh, are in really good shape right now. Do you think they can go undefeated? No, no, they're not that good. I don't. Let's good. see. Let's pull up the schedule here. They. Mm, they got the chickens week seven. And years now is probably yeah. But I mean, up next is Merry Men and then Thugs. I mean, make it six and zero is definitely conceivable. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah I bet they go eleven and two. I'm gonna say they go eleven and two. Yeah, eleven and two. I would even say ten and three. I mean, he's getting really good quarterback play right now. Carr and Winston have been really good, and uh, he's been mixing was, and matching his QBs, and he nails it every time. I know, I know. Uh, we, I mean, that's that is a trend this year because Kevin did it this week. I've been doing it with Cousins and Mariota. Uh, I think Nick's gonna probably have to do it at some point here with how bad Breeze is on the road. Even though we got some garbage time touchdowns this week, uh, there's and then of course the big boys are the the father of <laughs> picking the wrong quarterback. Yeah, uh, they all the you know if you ever read a lot of articles, which most of us don't have time to but a lot of guys are always like, just treat the season like there's 13 individual seasons. Like, each week is its own season. Like, you just want to do anything you can to win this week. And then you right. pick up the pieces and worry about it later. I mean, we have it a little different where we're a dynasty league and you can't just dump half the guys in your roster and stuff, but right. you know, I think that's why guys are willing to pick up different quarterbacks there. You know, they're not thinking, oh, I'll leave that guy out there all year so he can maybe make a Pro Bowl or something. Like, you got to try to win that game. Well, there's just overall, there's just a quarterback imbalance in the league, and we'll get to the buddies in a minute here. But so many teams have, like, two dead equal quarterbacks. It's, it's outrageous. I mean, Carr and Winston, and then you've got Brady and Cam Newton, and, uh, you know, the Suns have Mariota and Cousins, and you have – Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. I mean, Ryan's playing out of his mind right now, but normal situations, those guys probably are even. And then Roethlisberger and Stafford. I mean, so many guys yeah. have like 
two quarterbacks that are so close in the rankings, I mean. And then there's teams that have just terrible quarterbacks, like the refugees and the buddies have nothing, and uh, even even the white guys are probably a little below par. So it's it's just yeah. kind of that situation. Except for, except for in Peter King's eyes, who today he wrote an article saying that Sam Bradford is the NFL MVP at this point, which is oh, insane. Okay. But uh, John and I had an interesting conversation at the uh, you know like three to five year old soccer Saturday morning. It was I was like you know I was like Merriman instead of Stafford and Big Ben like great problem to have I guess but like I just wish one of them was like Joe Flacco like Kevin's right. getting great with the Huskers. He's got Wilson you know you play Wilson every week no matter what but like when he's on by you can try or if he's hurt you try Joe Flacco out there and like you might get twelve points. Right. Yeah, and, and speaking of Flacco, I don't know what I was thinking starting Flacco over Russell Wilson this week. I mean, the Jets' secondary is just terrible, and and Russell Wilson just lit him up 300 yards, and I think he had three touchdowns by the end of the third quarter. Uh, the game was close. I think he was Probably playing on a sprained ankle and a like, partially torn knee or something, so I think he was uh, just... That, I don't think that even matters with Russell Wilson. I mean, he, he's got to start him every week. His, his upside is, you know, what he did in the second half of last season. I think yeah. he still would have lost the game to the Chickens, but, man, if he had two devastating losses like that to start the season, what happened with the, the Beans a few weeks ago, getting nothing out of Crosby and Cobb on Sunday night, and then if he had lost by not picking the right starter, mm. uh, yeah. worry about worry about Kevin, but. Uh, Kevin, yeah. start Russell Wilson. <laughs> He's uh, awesome. Keeping with the quarterback talk, uh, did you notice what John has added to the uh, website this week? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the the buddies and the abortion of the team they are right now. Uh, Man, getting, called out, getting called out by John, who sticks keeps his nose out of controversies. Yeah, it, it, it's perplexing. I mean, if I have Mike, I'm going out and signing Cody Kessler or uh, just somebody to put someone out there. I know he's making some trade offers, but, you know, yeah. Uh, I'm glad the new the new draft rule is in place where the worst team doesn't automatically get the first pick. And I'd yeah. even look at expanding that to the top two or three picks. Just tanking is just not, not something we need in this league. It's always been very competitive throughout the years and you know like, oh, usually gotta, if, usually if anyone's even like if there's even a sniff of tanking like Mike's usually the first guy to call everyone out so not saying he's tanking but he just signed Cody Kessler just sign him up yeah yeah but uh, I'd actually made him an offer last week I offered him Big Ben for his first and Derrick Henry, who, you know, Henry hasn't done anything for him, so I figured, you know, not really losing out on anything. And uh, he definitely had a few choice words for me. But I uh, I did run that by John, and he said he would have, if he was Mike, he would have done that trade in a heartbeat. What are your thoughts on that offer? I probably would have. This, this was before he went off also. Yeah, no, no, it's it's a pretty fair trade. I mean, the first, I mean, it's basically two first rounders because Derrick Henry went second overall. So I probably would have thrown in one of your your running backs into that trade to kind of balance it out. But um, yeah, I mean, 
it was it was a legitimate offer. Um, there's just so many quarterbacks you could trade for right now, like Cam Newton. Like, he, okay, I don't know why. If I had no quarterback, I'm making an offer to Bry for Cam Newton. Uh, I'm making an offer to the Lions for who uh, the Lamas for whichever quarterback they they don't see the future for. So Derek Carr or whatever. And yeah. There's so many good backups right now that I mean. Uh, it's just that no one wants to trade their first round for next year because the draft's so strong. But the draft's a cr- crapshoot. Uh, <laughs> Sammy Watkins. I mean, I was so uh, high on Sammy Watkins. It looks like his career's gonna be a bust right now. Uh, it's just go and get the sure thing. That's why John's in the playoffs every year. He doesn't bank his entire franchise on a draft pick. He he'll take a veteran. I mean, he always makes good trades. He'll trade yep. a first round yep. pick for a sure thing quarterback. Uh, yeah, that's one thing I've always told Kevin, and that's why with the Mar- Mallards, I was hustling, trying to get one of those guys off Gibby. I was pushing hard for Winston. I think I was even up to like three first-rounders. Like I always told Kevin, it's like, once you don't have a quarterback, you have to do anything you can to get one because you, you're just not competing until you get one. Like Nick's always saying it's a quarterback-driven league, and he's 100% right. Just, yeah. You get him, you got to go get him. Yeah, and in the draft, you just never know. I mean, RG3 has set the Beans franchise back at least five years. I mean, who knows <laughs> what would happen if I didn't end up with him. And uh, I mean, I, I'm a hope Mariota's going to be good. He hasn't been good yet this year, and I'm kind of getting a little worried about him. Um, so you just never yeah, know with the draft. draft. Yeah, just I mean, go back through any draft, and out of the first round, what, eight to 12 guys are going to be a bust. So, yeah. Um, so, what else happened last week? We had uh, the Beans and Mallards picking up huge, not to talk about our teams all the time, but huge wins on that uh, Atlanta Falcons game. How about that game? The, the, the crazy thing was I didn't even enjoy that game because I was so pissed at Stafford and the Merrymen and the Thugs. Like, I couldn't even enjoy the fact I was taking down the Mallards' number one rival, Dragons. It just, it's unreal. That 75-yard touchdown he caught at the end of the game was just incredible. <laughs> you know, usually teams yeah. that are running three times and just bleed the clock there. Like, more NFL teams need to just keep attacking and just put teams away. Yeah, that was the craziest thing about Matt Ryan's 500-yard day. None of it came in garbage time. Like, they hit the lead in that entire game. It was pretty... Pretty impressive, uh, but yeah, uh, definitely big win by the Mallards at three and one. The Beans needed that win. They're they're back to two and two and right right in the division hunt. I finally had a week where uh, everything just clicked for me. I got points out of just about everybody, but uh, Tyler Lockett. So uh, I, was, I was happy with that. Cousin seems to be playing all right. So um, I think I still think this division is going to be come down to whoever's seven and six. And uh, I think the, you know, the brothers are, are not playing that well right now, but they can turn it on at any point. They got off to a slow start last year too and ended up winning the division. So um, that division is just going to be close the entire year. Yeah. Yeah, so what are the brothers? One and three now? Yeah, who they got? Who they got this week? The brothers have... White guy. The big problem, they don't have a quarterback this week, so let's see if Brian makes a move. I don't know if Drew Stanton's on anybody's roster, but uh, 
Otherwise, he's going to have to pick up Kessler because uh, Palmer is not playing tomorrow night. Well, the chick, chickens have no quarterback this week. So let's see. We have three teams with no quarterback. They have the brothers, chickens, buddies. Is Derek Anderson going to be a starting quarterback this week? I, I bet Cam plays, but... Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of teams without a quarterback. The Cody, the Cody Kessler... Uh, everyone's going to be out for some Cody Kessler this week, I guess. Yeah, against that Patriot defense. <laughs> he I, might mean, I, might, I might pick him up just to make sure the chickens don't have anybody. I thought about picking him up this week. I did put in my waiver claims. I did not put in for Kessler, but... I have a feeling Blaine Gabbard is not going to be the starting quarterback when Andrew Luck's bye rolls around. So it definitely crossed my mind. Go out and get yeah. Kessler. But, uh, yeah, pick him up and you maybe you slip him for a second rounder or something later. Get something. Yeah, I'm hoping to get a – maybe I'll get an offer for Osweiler this week. So we'll see. Oh, he's been terrible. I can't believe – He gets full points a game. He's close to Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins. He's – Terrible in other leagues. Well, what Hopkins, Hopkins has is like no nothing. He is Hopkins even scored a touchdown. He's like what one touchdown? Doesn't even throw on the ball. Yeah, one touchdown, but he's he's incredible. He's one of the you know talent for talent, one of the best receivers in the league. Oh, uh, they just gotta find a way to get him ball. But Oswald is good for twelve a week. All right, maybe maybe it's just that he sucks in general. He's, he must be better oh, at yeah. fantasy than, than real life. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, boy, I was really surprised when I picked uh, up Tuesday morning and saw the boys and the white guys tied. Freaking Kyle Rudolph's resurgence continues, and and uh, white guys came back to tie the big boys. It was. Uh, I had no clue what team Kyle Rudolph was on. I mean, I haven't heard his name in like two years. I know you were hanging on to him for a long time, and so what happened? You ended up cutting him this off season or two years ago or yeah. something. Yeah, I, I cut him. It came down to, like, I guess him and C.J. Stewart for the last roster spot. And, and Kyle Rook has done nothing for two years. Yeah. I, mean, I spent a first-round pick on him the year after. C.J. spent a first-round pick on him. And now he's he's back with his, his white guys and just tearing it up. Gets a touchdown every week. Yeah, I watched some of that Monday night game. He looked, yeah, he looked really good. So yeah, big tie because uh, loser would have been one and three, and you know it would have been a, a bad spot to be. The uh, oh, we had another big game this week: the uh, Huskers and Dragons, both two and two, chasing you know teams three and one in their division, which you know, one of those teams going to lose. Who needs the win more this week, the Dragons or the Huskers? Probably the Dragons, because if I'm an NFC West owner, I'm circling seven wins. How do I get the seven wins if I'm two and three? Uh, the Huskers, I'm okay. The Dragons, I think, I think it's going to take more than seven wins to win that division. So they really can't fall too far behind the pack. What do you think? Yeah, I'd say the. Only because the chickens have no quarterback this week, so they're gonna. Those end game, Matt Ryan's going to Denver, so it's like the Mallards have no quarterback as well. But uh, yeah, I think probably the Dragons can't really afford to go down two games if the Mallards do knock off the chickens. 
So probably the Dragons need that a little more. And that, dra- that Dragons roster, I mean, Rogers, Forte, Gore, Hopkins in the last four, uh, not what you normally see in a Dragons lineup. Marvin Jones, Delaney Walker, Nick Back, Charles Sims. So uh, that should be a good game. Uh, it's incredible that Frank Gore <laughs> is still scoring. Matt Forte, uh, besides last week, had a great year. Uh, those guys, man. Those guys. They get it done. They get it done. And then we get the Beans and the Boys. Can the Beans pull off the upset? Um, yeah, that's going to be a tough game for me. Uh, Freeman in Denver, that helps. I don't think he'll do much there. Lamar, Lamar Miller will get his points. Uh, A.J. Green's been phenomenal this year. Does Lamar uh, Miller not... even have a touchdown yet this year? Uh, no, he gets four points every game. He's just a four point. So I'm yeah. not too worried about Lamar Miller. Ryan Matthews, I'm, he's, from what I've heard, he's not even favored in Philadelphia anymore. He's not even going to play this week. Yeah, I should put Wendell Smallwood in my lineup just to piss Chris off. And Blair <laughs> Walsh doesn't scare me one bit. He's Mr. Six Points. Eli Manning, God, he's either like a zero or a 20, it feels like. He's due for a big week. Uh, oh yeah, he's got the, he's got Green Bay on Monday night. He's gonna have a big game. Oh, I gotta wait for Monday night. God damn. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be a close game. Another toss up. I don't I don't want to even touch it with a prediction. Um, everybody in my team coming off a pretty good game. I gotta start Robert Woods because got guys on by, but he's now the Bills' number one receiver. Uh, Fuller is like been awesome. So. Yeah. I don't Speaking know. of Monday nights, how, like, there's nothing I like better than looking at the schedule and seeing that I've got guys going Monday night and my opponent's all done. Just, it always yeah. makes you feel like you got a chance. I know you're big on that. I never look at game times when I'm making a, making a decision. I, I mean, I don't like oh, it. Oh, yeah, they don't, they're not, it's not necessarily a lineup decision for me, but it's, I always enjoy knowing, like, even Monday night, Sunday night, Monday night, last week at the Merriman, I had guys going in those two games. Oh no, I think it's not Sunday, but just Monday night. I do, I do like having like that insurance card going either Sunday or Monday night. I don't like when all my guys are like done after four thirty games, or like six guys are going at the noon games. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the worst, and they all play at one. Yeah, I was like, well, Sterling Shepard has four touchdowns, and Josh Brown doesn't kick any field goals. I could still win this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, um, are the Eaters going to end the refuge with that? I was going to say this. Can the Thugs get to three and two and beat this just terrible Tanks team? I mean, yeah, I'm going against yeah. Hill, Javaris Allen, Darkwa, Beasley, Tory Smith, Jordan Reed's the best player in their lineup. He could actually get a couple touchdowns. Uh, and then Dan Bailey, who's kind of shaken up right now. He's got an injury. He's not scoring as much as he used to, and. Des Bryant will probably just be a decoy. Yeah, I think that's fine. Not even, not even a question. Yeah. So somehow you're yeah. gonna, somehow you're gonna have that burning pile of trash three and two. You know what's crazy? One of my losses was against the buddies. I could be three and one, or essentially four and one if I beat the thing this week. With oh, probably man. the worst lineup in the league. Yeah. Man. But I did the yeah, same thing last year. year. 
Yeah, the CB, you, you always squeeze the most out of a roster, that's for sure. Yeah. The uh, Eaters have a big chance to just, I think, end the refugee season. Refugees are one and three. I think if they're one and four, the Lamas are five and zero. Oh, I think it's over for them. Yeah, I mean he's got to he Cito's got to make a move for a quarterback. Uh, well, he's trying to get by with Denver quarterbacks. Yeah. He's just waiting. He's waiting on the Denver guy now at this point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Pixpatrick is not going to fly. Yeah, his. Uh, I think they're, they're going to get smoked. The Jets play at Pittsburgh this week, and then at Arizona. I think. Uh, I think they're going to get blown out definitely by Pittsburgh, and uh, I think they might start <laughs> looking at Geno Smith and some other options because they'll be one and four. Uh, it's just been a brutal schedule, and they're not playing well now. So. I don't know. It's not looking good for Fitzpatrick's future in New York. No. I kind of hope they just go 1-15 this year and finally get a franchise quarterback. Uh, it's just, it's been too long. <laughs> I mean, you can only go with Brett Favre and Mark Sanchez and Fitzpatrick and Glenn Foley and uh, whoever else they've what, had. Vinny what round did they just draft, draft Hackenberg in? Was that a second round pick they blew on oh, him? Oh, God, that was a terrible pick. They oh, you were raving about it. You were raving about it the night of the draft. It, yeah, I was. I think he's a good player, but I didn't realize <laughs> that they were going to keep four quarterbacks. I thought they would get rid of one, and now he's just taking up a roster spot the entire year. So yeah, keeping four quarterbacks is just dumb. They should have moved on from either Geno or, or uh, Bryce Petty. But uh, we'll see what happens. I just I'm just ready for a franchise quarterback and draft one. Yeah, it's so. your, yeah, you definitely need one. Definitely. The ref- need one. Yeah, but the uh, the refugees still have a solid, I mean, future with Benjamin Gronkowski, uh, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, they got some guys they can build around, but yeah, they got to go out and make a move for a long-term quarterback. Well, I mean, they drafted Lynch, so I think they're going to, that's their idea, their plan. But, um, yeah. I think Gronk, he hasn't done much. Usually he's a difference maker there. He, he must be more hurt than they're pretending. Like, I think that's why he just blocks. He can probably block but not run down the field or something. I'm surprised they just didn't keep him out for all four games until Brady came back. I just... Yeah, especially when they got the 2 0 start. I was like, why are they bringing him back? They don't really need him. They're 2 0. You know, they've mission accomplished. They won two games with Brady out. Just sit them. Yeah. They got Martellus Bennett, who's a really good tight end. It's not like they're, they got no one behind Gronk, so I, I probably would have just sat Gronk yeah. until he's completely healthy. You don't want him messing around with a hamstring injury all year. No. Yeah, it's really interesting to see if... It'll be interesting to see how the, the, the Patriots play with Brady back. Like, if he's going to come back and just instantly be sharp, or, like, I feel like the Browns... <laughs> are going to have a sneaky close game with them. I do, too. I just can't imagine anyone in this league, even though even a 39-year-old quarterback can just pick up a football and just click. You know, it's, but maybe Brady can do yeah. it with Edelman and Gronk and some of the other guys. But I think, yeah, I think it's going to be a little slow start, but I think the Patriots pull away late and beat the Browns. Yeah, everyone's saying, you know, I've checked like this, 
survivor pool rankings, like, oh, Patriots, hate the Patriots, Brady's going to blow them out. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Like, I don't, I'd rather let Brady get a game behind him. Yeah. So one guy I'm planning on Brady lifting the, uh, you know, the stats for is I think Chris Hogan's going to really click with him. I think he's going to have a big game. I even, I even popped him into my lineup. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, there's just too many white receivers on the Patriots. I can't, I can't get them all. They should all wear like the same exact number, like number eleven, number you know, number seventeen, yeah, number fifteen. Yep, yep. They can't yeah, they're all the exact same size and all well, white. Well, Chris Hogan's the tall one. He's in like four inches on Edelman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I know we've kicked around a few trades here. Is there any, uh, is there any trades you think that people need to make that are like? We're kind of getting to that point in the season where the buys are going to really start making a big impact on rosters along with injuries, and teams are either going to be forced to just tough it out and go with garbage off the waiver wire, or they're going to have to make a move. So do you think there's anything out there that might be brewing? Um... I really think Cam Newton's got to – someone's got to make an offer for Cam Newton, don't they? I, I asked if he was available with the Mallards during the summer, like, you know, kind of right after we saw Bry, and he pretty much said no. So I don't know if okay. that was just because Brady was out or if he's just keeping the two of those guys forever. Does, does Cam Newton for Rob Gronkowski straight up make sense? Oof, that might be the one player he he might not be able to say no to that. I mean, it would give him almost an entire lineup of Patriots. <laughs> he already starts Edelman and, and I think one other guy, but a James White or something. But oof. All right, leadoff double for the Mets. I'm the fifth. Got to get something going here. Is that a, a win in your end game for the Mets? Yeah, yeah, one and done. Who are they playing? Yeah, I don't even know who. Who? It's the Giants. Giants match. It's uh, Syndergaard versus Baumgartner. Great oh, pitching okay. duel. Um, yeah, I think I think that would maybe be the only trade that could make Brian move Cam Newton. And if I'm a Cito, I'd do. I'd make that offer. I mean, yeah, Gronk yeah, makes a huge Gronk makes a huge difference on your team, but. Cam Newton's would make a bigger difference. Yeah, Travis Kelsey's probably a top three or four tight end in the league, I would, I would think. Oh, yeah, definitely top ten, top five guy. And and then you've got that Calvin Benjamin, Cam Newton stack. So I, I like that. That's a, that's a really good trade idea. I like that one. Yeah. That's a yes for both teams. That was the one I was thinking about. All right. Did you have any uh, trade ideas, or do you want me to keep going? I'll I'll let you keep going. I didn't really get a chance to uh, come up with any. Had to have a few meetings up to the uh, Turner property today. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Battle of neighbors already. Haven't done anything. Yeah. So. The llamas, if they really want to take this to the next level, I still think they're a little weak at wide receiver. 
they got some nice guys. Jordan Matthews, L.A., Amari Cooper is pretty good, too. He's not catching any touchdowns this year. but No, yeah, no touchdowns yet. But after, I mean, Jarvis Landry, I don't know what's going on with him. He's been all right. Um, doesn't seem to get as many targets as he did last year. And then Wallace and Johnson, forget about those guys. Uh, does he need some depth at, at wide receiver, and could he part ways with one, maybe maybe part ways with one of those two quarterbacks and get it like a bona fide stud wide receiver for a team that needs, desperately needs a quarterback? And I'm thinking um, maybe the Memphis brothers, so another bride trade. Could we do like a Derek I don't Carr know. I definitely, or Jared I Goff and uh, either Beckham or Brandon Marshall or Jordy Nelson? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say Goff's a complete and total bust already. But uh, I don't know. I was definitely offered him receivers for a quarterback earlier, but now that it, Boy, it's I'll tell you, once you know you have a, a title contender, it's always hard to part with your depth, especially a quarterback, because you're like, well, if I've got just one guy and he goes down, all of a sudden this good thing I got going is over. But yeah. so yeah, I, I would say I think I would it would take it would like take Beckham. It would take Derek Beckham Carr back. for uh I don't think he'd part ways with Beckham for Derek Carr, but maybe like a a Brandon Marshall, he's getting kind of up there in age. Maybe even Brandon Marshall or Jordy Nelson for Derek Carr, and I would the the, bro, the brothers would also throw in like either Carr for, uh, would throw in Carson Palmer, so the llamas had a backup. Yeah, yeah, maybe something like that gets it done, or he could take take it. Yeah, yeah, that could get it done. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. Yeah, the llama's probably a little thin at wide receiver. You got to have probably three or four solid guys. And yeah, the chickens. I mean, chickens are three and one, and they don't have. I mean, Anquan Bolden's catching TDs every week randomly, but they don't have anything at receiver. He's he definitely made some effort. He offered me McCoy for Jeffrey before the season started, and I kind of ignored it. Kind of added some trust in McCoy to stay healthy, but. Probably should have jumped on it. Yeah, Nick. I don't know where it's been. He's been looking for wide receivers. I, I, he doesn't like Quincy Inua, but I watch every single Jack game, and I, I think he's going to be a really good wide receiver. Uh, he's he's big, and he's getting better every week. I think he. I should have picked him yeah. up. I don't know why I didn't. I really like him. He's like a forty-point guy. Nick's probably chasing more of the the eighty-point guy. Wow, how many point wide receivers are there? Well, no, I mean, you know, that's just that's Nick's style is to go after top of the line guys. So yeah. look around and see who's going. I could have traded him out Sean Jeffrey if I still had him. I mean, the tank still got some pretty. Well, I guess the receiver this is could hard to go away, but the dragons. See, I bet the dragons would be a good trade partner. Let's see what we can do between the dragons and the chickens. Yeah, while you're doing that, what do you think of Alshon Jeffrey so far? Uh, he is who we thought he was. You know, he's he's on the injury report every week. You know, we got to keep tabs on him. I 
for whatever reason, they're not forcing the number of targets his way that they usually do. I don't know if it's just because he's banged up or if because it's just the game flow hasn't worked out that way, but I don't know. I I still feel like some big games are coming. Yeah, so it, yeah. He's, he, he needs, he needs a, Jake Cutler back. He's not a Brandon Hoyer guy. Yeah, he he's a really good wide receiver. I just think he was overrated in every single pre-draft by ESPN, Yahoo, Roto World. I think they had him, you know, all in the top ten, and I think he's more like a top twenty, twenty-five guy. I yeah, and he's all... top fifteen, top fifteen in every dynasty rankings, which I I thought was a little high. Yeah. But if it makes you feel any better, I've gotten nothing out of Tyler Lockett so far. And I oh, that's, that's been my saving grace. It's definitely been my saving grace. Is to, if Tyler Lockett had, let's say, like 30-something points at this point, I'd be so mad at myself. But God, I really was expecting him to do something, but I guess he's injured, so I'll give him yeah. give him some time. Kind of, I don't know why. Kind he's... of like Melvin Gordon with 46 points or whatever he has already. Granted, he's averaging like 1.7 yards per carry, but uh, what a... TDs count for a lot. So, And who did you draft? You drafted Shepard? Yeah, Sterling Shepard. He's, he's off to a good start. Yeah, he'll be so, a good player, but... Yeah, I'm Melvin trying to Gordon. take the long, the long deal. How many rushing touchdowns did Gordon have last year? Zero. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's got like four, I think, yeah. already this year. Maybe five. Yeah, six. Six. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, no, he he scored on like his third carry because he was playing the Lions when I was watching week one. And they ended up calling him down, and he wasn't. And whatever reason, they never challenged it. And so the touchdown got called back, and then that was it. It was like a 30-yard touchdown. After that, it was that was it for him. He sucked. Yeah. All right, did you work right. out a trade between the chickens and the dragons? No, because the, the dragons just don't have a hole to fill. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Nick's looking for wide receivers. I don't know what one team in the league who's deep at wide receiver. Mallards, like the, they just used, the Mallards might be the deepest, but yeah, losing Megatron last year kind of hurt your depth. And the Beans used to be somewhat deep, too, but when I traded away Jeffrey, I lost my depth there. Yeah, looking around, I don't know. I think he's stuck with the guys he's got. Uh, yeah, no, the Bear don't have much. Because he could trade one of his running backs. I mean, that would be a fair trade if you trade one of his running backs for a decent wide receiver. Whether he'll do it or not, I don't know. But, I mean, come on, Nick. Blow us away with a nice, fair trade. Jeremy Lankford for a quality wide receiver. That's what you got to do. Uh, Jeremy, I don't want Jeremy Lankford. He's a bum. He's already lost his job to Jordan Howard. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was thinking of Jordan Howard. Uh, I, think, boy. I think you should cash in on Spencer Ware while he can before before uh, Jamal Charles comes back. Oh, Jamal Charles is already back, isn't he? Is yeah, he but I think it's going to take a while to work in the form. So. Oh, okay. Uh, that leaves Ezekiel Elliott and LaShawn McCoy, and I don't think Nick's going to part ways with those guys. No, not at this point. Not with a team winning. So he's He did say if he got to week five with three wins, he'd, be, he'd start throwing around his first-round pick for a wide receiver. So we'll see if, if somebody bites. 
Yeah, I think he offered me, you know, first round pick for a wide receiver on, on my team, but uh, I'm not trading Julio. Yeah, how do I get Julio under the the Mallard? Let's let's get <laughs> Matt Ryan and Julio Jones together here. I made so many bad trades at the Beans throughout the year. I was just thinking LaShawn McCoy. I traded him for, what, Kevin Cobb or whatever, or uh, for uh, that running back. I can't even think of his name. He's not in the league anymore. I traded Kevin Cobb for C.J. Spiller or what would have been C.J. Spiller. I made so many bad trades at the Beans. Let me, League, let me enjoy Julio Jones. Don't offer me a bad trade for Julio. I need to just enjoy one player. I drafted high, and he actually panned out. Well, everyone, I mean, everyone makes bad trades that blow up in your face. I mean, I hate trades that made Kevin does. I mean, everyone does except for Cedo and Chris, and that's just because they don't trade. Well, I I make always bad trades. Everybody makes bad <laughs> trades, but all my trades are bad. So, Can you remember the last time John made, when's the last time John made a bad trade? Well, he traded Derek Carr away. That was probably a bad trade. Didn't he have Derek Carr at one point? Well, I got Derek Carr off of you, and then I traded yeah. Derek Carr in the first rounder for Big Ben. And then he flipped Derek Carr for Teddy Bridgewater, and he traded Derek Carr in, I don't know what else, for, oh, he traded him for Bridgewater and Devontae Adams. Is Devontae Adams still in the league? He's on waivers. <laughs> so I would call that a bad trade. Yeah, okay, there's one. They car, don't have an Bridgewater. But, but I'll tell you, if there's one guy that's always willing to trade. I know, you, you know, you, me, and Kevin are always talking trades, but John's always willing to make a trade just to, one, shake up the league and to shake up his teams. He, he likes rooting for new guys, so. Yeah, yeah, I've made plenty of trades with John throughout the years, and, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a uh, real barn burner on tap for tomorrow night. We got Drew Stanton and the Cardinals versus Blaine Gabbard and the 49ers. Thursday night football. Yep. I got uh, I'll have Floyd and Carlos Hyde going on my two teams, so I'll be I'll be watching that. Yeah, I, I'm forced to start John Brown no matter what. I'm determined not going by, so I'm I'm in. I might meet up with Gibby for the game. So. Oh, nice. I can't wait. All right. Well, uh, everybody, uh, enjoy your week five. We will uh, talk again next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Steve. All right. See you, Bob. All right.